Hello and welcome to the latest Rainian Racing Podcast. Today we are having a look ahead to racing at the Curra on Saturday. We are joined today by Killian, Neve, and Samantha. The feature race on Saturday is the Tattersalls Irish 2000 Guineas over a mile for three-year-old fillies. Albina looks to set the standard and is a hot favourite. It is also interesting to see how Donico O'Brien's first classic runner will fare in his first season as a trainer. Who will you side with, Sam? Um, I'm going to go with Albina. She's um, definitely a worthy favourite, in my opinion. She won on debut and then in the Arley stood. Um, she finished sixth, um, but was only beaten two and a half lengths behind Love, who obviously went on to win the English 1000. Um, she won the great the Group 1 pre-Marcel Boussac in France easily and then came fourth in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies turf um, and she definitely seems to set the standard from Jesse Harrington's yard who are obviously going so well. Would you agree with that? Kid? Yeah, Albina Camp too. Uh, I think Sam outlined the reasons. But one at a bigger price would be Soul Search 25s for Gerlines. Uh, ran five times as two-year-old, finished placed on four occasions. Uh, was second to Love on debut, uh, which is a very good run, and was also two lengths behind Love uh, in the Meigler. Uh, Travelled very well that day and just stayed on nicely. Didn't drop back to six on her last start at Fairy House in the list of contest, but was beaten by Sir Boris. Don't think six really suited her, and I think going back up to a mile could see an improved performance. And also just on ratings, she's rated 106. I think So Wonderful is 108 and Albina 114. So even on ratings, she's entitled to be banged there. And if she finds any bit of improvement from 2 to 3, I think 25 to 1 is too big. Can you see by the favour here, Neve? Um, I think Albina will probably win. Um. You know, she's completely entitled to. She had a great season last year. But I'm quite taken with So Wonderful. Um, if I were going to go for one, take a chance on one. I think she's still a maiden, obviously. So it would be a big test for her to try and win this a classic, make a classic her first win. But, um, no, she's she is another who had a really good season last year. She actually finished ahead of Albina in the Mosler Stud Stakes, where she was only beaten one and a half lengths um, by Love, where she was actually um, interfered with quite close to, like, in the last stages of the race. Um, so, obviously, if that hadn't happened, she could have gotten even closer. Um, she's not been seen since September, so she's had a long break. But um, I think... She looks the type of horse who, you know, she could run a good race again here. I think, um, you know, she looks to be one of these consistent group one horses, hopefully. And, um, you know, she should have a good chance here. I wouldn't worry too much about the trip. Um, obviously, she's by Warfront, but um, she's out of a mare called Wonder of Wonders, who has got... Um, She's had bowls that have stayed a mile, a mile and a half before even, you know, one that's run over two miles. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about the trip for her. But, um, yeah, it's quite fancy. So wonderful to go well in this. I can see by the Jess Garrington trade up Vina, who I put up as a horse to follow for the season on her flat season preview. As Sam said, she won a pre-Marcel Busek 
on Eric weekend that Longchamp was possibly a slight bit unlucky at the Breeders' Cup when she finished close fourth after missing the break. They have no problem with the distance and the ground, and I think she will be very hard to beat. The next race we'll have a look at is the Irish Stallion Farms EBF Ragusa Handicap over a mile and a half. This race looks very tricky. Have you got any selection here, Sam? Um, yeah, I suppose um, I quite like John S. He's returning to the flat for the first time since the 7th of April. I think last year when he won at Cork, um, he's won twice on the all-weather at Dundalk at the start of the year and he just got nabbed on the line last time by a horse carrying well over a stone and a half less than him. Um, he's on a career-high mark, but Charlie O'Dwyer claims £10 and I think he's got quite a good chance. Who catches your eye here, Killian? Uh, I like War Diary, uh, formerly trained by um, John Joseph Murphy last year. A uh, very progressive horse last year. Finished second to Cedar Line at the Curra, or actually beat Cedar Line, sorry, at the Curra in a Premier Handicap. That was the Ragusa last year. Uh, that's a fair level of form, to be honest. Uh, fourth at Galway to Mr. Judicator. Not so sure if Galway was the ideal track, but I think coming back to the Curra. Uh, will definitely suit now with um now the horse with McAlford um looks to have an obvious uh chance. The price is probably a bit skimpy at around five to one, eleven to two that way. But I wouldn't side with King's vote to be honest. He's up at the top of the market as well. I think um he probably needs further and Joseph's horses kinda of seem to be just coming on for the run. Probably more of a long term project being by Frankel. Uh, so I'd be with War Diary, to be honest. Neve, who's your selection here? So with Mother Vincent in this race, as you said, Luke, it looks a ridiculously difficult handicap. Um, but this filly, she seems to be on the improvement, and um, she's won her last three starts. She's up in trip today by two furlongs, but she won on um heavy ground the last time we saw her um, over 10 furlongs when she was actually really slowly away so you'd get the impression that the extra two furlongs shouldn't be too much of a problem for her um, yeah she just seems like a really nice filly um, if the ground if we had a bit more rain I wouldn't mind that at all um, she'd probably be one who would handle some softer conditions um, so I'll be doing a rain dance overnight that's for sure um, she hasn't been seen for seven months but um, I do think she's got a great chance in this. And, yeah, I think um, I was quite tempted by King's Vow, but I just think I've just seen he's drawn in 20. And, I mean, this filly's drawn 18, so that's not much better. But, um, yeah, I just, I'd just i be more tempted by Mother Vincent than, than King's Vow. I'll side with the Shane Crawley trained Tarlet. This four-year-old daughter of Champs-Élysées was impressive last twice at Dundalk when she won easily. She's up to a career-high mark of 83, but I think she'll be very competitive off that mark. She steps up in trip, which should be no issue, and I think she'll go close at a double-figure price. The next race we'll have a look at is the Coolmore Calix Gladness takes over seven furlongs. Who catches your eye, Sam? Um, so I'm going to go with Speaking Colours uh, for the mighty Calix's race. Um... I know a lot of you guys like it, uh, speaking colours as well. Um, but he's ran really well at the back end of last year. And also maybe one to note for a price, um, probably who will be a 
price um, for a place is Crafty Madam, who's a half-sister to Profitable. Killian, do you like speaking colours? Yeah, I think, you know, Luke, I'm really in the speaking colours camp, to be honest. See, Lancaster House, I'm just not sure about the seven furlongs for him. I know Aiden's seem to be plenty forward enough, but his best performance came on soft ground at Listowel over a mile and one, which would suggest that he's probably a mile and a quarter horse, to be honest. And he was beaten on Champions Weekend uh, by Space Traveller over a mile. Uh, speaking Colours has some great form at Takara. Um, he's done most of his racing over six. But I don't think seven is an issue for him. Uh, I think last year he was very unlucky in the Lennox Stakes. Didn't get a clear run. Um, he may have won otherwise. Uh, um, a good run as well out in Saudi Arabia on his most recent start. Again, hit the line well over over that trip. I, I just get to get the impression that if they race him more over seven furlongs this year, they might, fi- they might find improvement. I suppose the one worry is, like I said, that Joseph seemed to be just coming on for the run. They just seem to be ready to start. But you would like to think that even with that, speaking colours might have a bit too much up his sleeve here for Lancaster House. Will you be siding with speaking colours? I think I will. This is definitely a race for the Greys. Four of them in this seven-runner contest. Um, Yeah, I think... To be honest, it doesn't look the strongest contest ever. And I think um, if Speaking Colours is going to win a race this year, this should probably be it. Um, one I'd fancy to go well each way um, is Psychedelic Funk for Jer Lyons and Colin Keane. I think, you know, as I said, it doesn't look the strongest of races ever. And I think um, if a... I'm not going to call him an outsider because I don't think he'd be going off that big a price. But... Um, you know, if either Speaking Colours or Lancaster House were to, for whatever reason, not turn up on the day, I'd imagine Psychedelic Funk would be right there. Seems that we all agree on Speaking Colours, as I'm going to side with him as well. He won the Group 3 Renaissance Stakes last year at the current September over six furlongs. He stepped up to the seven furlongs, which should be no issues, as he's have said. I think he'd be hard to beat. The last race we'll have a look at is the Landway Stakes Studs over a mile. Can anyone see by Magic Wand here? Sam? No, I'm with Magic Wand. Um, she won a Group 1 at Flemington in November and even carrying for the extra £3. I think she's a cut above these other fillies. Juliet? Yeah, it looks to be a good opportunity for Magic Wand to get her head back in front. And I'd imagine it'll be between Lady Wannabe and Silk Forest for second. Neve, can you see Bayer? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd be I'd be very shocked if she were beaten here. That's another four for four here. I can't see by Magic Wand here. I don't think the mile link Venus there that much that she won't win. So we'll finish off the podcast with a nap in each race selection. So Sam, you got a nap in each race selection? Um, my nap is Speaking Colours and my each way is John S. Um, I suppose nap, Speaking Colours and um, each way, so I'll search in the 1000 guineas.
Neve? My nap would be magic wand and my each way is going to be so wonderful in the Mondama Guineas. And I'll nap Albina in the 1000 Guineas and go each way with Tarlet in the Ragusa. Thanks for listening to today's Rain It In Racing podcast. Join us next week for a look ahead to racing at Royal Ascot.